Hi, Ashley. Hey, Olivia. Welcome to Drunk Drunk Book Club. A podcast for lonely drunk bookcasters. <laughs> Yay. Shall we cheers? We shall. <laughs> I tried to make it quieter this time. <laughs> I don't think it will ever, ever, ever be quiet. <laughs> this week, yeah, we read uh, All Things Cease to Appear. By Elizabeth... Brundage? Brundage? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Brundage. Okay, Elizabeth Brundage. Um, so as I just mentioned to you before we started talking, or recording, Yes. I don't have a lot to say, I just have strong strong things to say. You don't have a lot to say, you just have strong things to say. Right. Okay. Okay. There's like, just, it's minimal. (laughs) Um, so, A, I hate George. Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, as he's supposed to be hated, yeah. but he is the worst human ever, yeah. um, and I think it sucks how much sexual abuse mm-hmm. happens in this book Yeah, that seems to, for the most part, not ever be handled. Right. Well, it's like, just like, general plot point. Right. Like, it's adding to why we hate him, but like... There's no resolution. Ugh, did you get, did you finish reading it? Yeah. Okay. And the ending, so speaking of no resolution. Ugh, the ending. So frustrating. Okay, so first of all, I'm on summer break right now, mm-hmm. and the reason I finished this book so quickly is because, like, I was just reading a lot. Right. And reading this book put me, like, in the worst mood. Like, Michael would come home from work, and I would just feel like emotional and raw and like I needed like somebody to tell me they love me and that like all relationships aren't like fucked like yeah it was hard and then when I got to the end I was just so pissed so mad and that's why I'm like really like this man that has done all of these terrible things Mm -hmm. he's done so many terrible things throughout this entire book and Mm -hmm. then he just gets to Choose his own death. Yeah. Yeah. That was fucked. So frustrating. And I get it, like, you know, I'm sure if somebody's, like, writing a story, they don't want to necessarily have the ending be, like, happy. Like, I get that. Yeah. Like, having a trite ending where, like, everything is wrapped up is, like, you know, not always satisfying and sometimes, like, super unsatisfying or dissatisfying. But, like, the... It just felt like there was no justice in this book, right. which is hard to stomach. Well, and I get what you're saying about, like, sometimes tying it all off makes it, like, less interesting or something, but I also feel like killing somebody off, mm-hmm. just like, yeah, that's like a good oh, point. well, now I don't have to finish it. That's a good point. Now that's it's just point. done, and it's like... Yeah, I've definitely done that ending. Oh, <laughs> yeah, totally. You're just like... Um, how's this going to end? Well, they got to die. Everybody's got to <laughs> die. <laughs> the right. character will die. <laughs> Sorry, also, protagonist. Like, he dies in a chapter. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not even, like, a long lead-up that they had to, like, plan out. I know. He dies. I know. It was, it was, like, so dissatisfying for me. Okay, one thing that I would say that I liked about the book is I really liked how... Like, the sections alternated between the different, like, characters. Yeah. And you got you got some in-depth look, not at, like, the overall arc of a character's life and their narrative, but some in-depth look looks at, like, moments in these characters' lives. 
Right. And that I appreciated. Like, I was kind of, maybe this is, like, a, a weird connection, but, like, I am not one of those people that is, like, too snobby to, like, Stephen King. In fact, I really like Stephen yeah. King. Yeah. And one thing I really like about him also is one of the things that makes him, like, so obnoxious sometimes is that he just, like, writes forever. He's like, we're going to explore this character for, like... 50 chapters but I also as a like as a reader who is like voraciously interested in character I'm like yeah bring it on I want to know more <laughs> right right so yeah that was I liked kind of that cool. part too um it made it interesting it also like so I was having a hard time throughout the whole book seeing how this was like a murder mystery uh-huh because to the reader at least from my perspective, it's pretty clear what's happening. Right. Um, but I kind of chose to look at that writing style as, like, part of the mystery, because, like, mm-hmm. they don't use quotes. They yeah. don't do, like, you never get a lot of names in there. It's yeah. all of, like, he thought this, I said this. Right. Um, so I just chose to kind of look at it like that was the mystery of, like, figuring out where all these storylines, like, intertwined and right. whose storyline belonged to, or what storyline belonged to what person. Um, I feel like, for me, what turned out to be, like, this mystery that was being solved was, like, the extent to which, like, George Clare was, like, a psycho. Like, for right. me, at first, it was, like, not that, like, killing your spouse is ever, like, not psychotic or, like, crazy right. to do, but, like, at first it was, like, okay, like, maybe he's just, which is, like, horrible, but, like, you know, maybe it's, he, maybe he's just a homicidal murderer, <laughs> but, like, what ends up coming out is, like, no, he's, like, so extremely psychotic, like, extreme, like, narcissist, extreme, um, psych psychotic tendencies that he has, like, displayed throughout his life. And so, for me, it was, like, less of the figuring out, like, who killed Catherine because, like, I think pretty early on, it's apparent. And for me, more of the, like, what I was figuring out was, like, the depth to which his, like, how how disturbed he was, you know? Right. I don't know. Yeah. He's just a really shady dude. Yeah. Um... And it's interesting because when I first, like, when you're first starting the book and it opens with the scene of him mm-hmm. running over with his, with Franny. Right. Um, to the neighbor's house. Like, I almost, I don't know if it was just because it's, like, a murder mystery, so I let myself go into it a little more, but I right. almost pitied him in the beginning. Yeah. But I did believe his side, but that also adds, like, a psychotic human right and make you believe them right like that's a trait that he has right uh, but it was interesting to then go back to that scene from another perspective mm-hmm. like oh no you're insane like right. you are so unstable you've committed horrendous crimes right i mean he's like, like a murderer four times his cousin um his boss um well, he tried to kill Justine. Oh, he tried to murder, yeah. So he's a murderer but, three times over, but, like, attempted at least one more. And that's all. Right. I mean, who knows how many more there were. Right, totally. Those are the only ones we know of. Mm-hmm. Oh. One thing... Just, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, one thing that I found kind of dissatisfying was that, like, we have so much lead-up. Like, I should have marked in my book, but, like, we have so much background where we know about what's happening before the murder that when... Yeah. 
we actually get to the point in like the narrative where um, it kind of like catches us back up, and we're we're at the point where like Catherine has been murdered, and yeah. the townspeople like obviously think that he did it, but there's no proof. Like that part just seemed to fly by. And maybe oh, this yeah. is, like, the me liking Law and & Order and procedural, like, <laughs> shows and movies. Sort of, like, I want to watch all the Dateline that I can and, like, 48 Hours. But, like, I just felt like that moved so quickly. And it wasn't, right. like, I wanted I wanted more satisfaction out of the process of them trying to, like, to, to find the answer. To, like, get enough evidence to prove that he did it. Right. Well, yeah, I think that's only the last, like, 100 pages or something. Yeah. So, uh- 400 page book right yeah exactly 400 page book yeah i'm crazy yeah i was like did she plan this i know i was also like if i had more time which i mean i i do have time but if i had (laughs) if i had gone back and i didn't to like try to figure out like the significance of the parts because you know there's like part one part two part three and in the parts there are like sections and some of them have titles and like right I didn't. I didn't go through and try to figure out the significance of the title. It's <laughs> also something that was an interesting decision uh-huh. in her writing style. Like, there's four parts. Within those parts are chapters. Within mm-hmm. those chapters are subchapters. Yes. Within those subchapters are like little dots that like divide sections. Yeah, yeah. It was very broken down. I mean, this like. This novel struck me as, like, the kind of project that, I don't know, like, when I was in college and doing creative writing and, like, I could only write in short bursts, and then I'd be like, okay, now I've put it together. Now it's, now it's a complete piece. Not that I'm saying, like, obviously, I don't think that this is an incomplete piece, but it kind of just reminded me of that, like, form or, like, that structure of writing. No, totally, like... I also felt that way when I was reading it. I was like, oh, this was, like, me trying to figure out how to write my thesis and put these mm-hmm. poems that I made, like, into one story. Totally. Um, like, okay, I'll put them into sections, and then I'll name these sections that fit it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah. my my creative writing thesis was, like, eight short stories put together, and, like, this is all one narrative. But, like, I mean, if right. I... If I had, I could have woven it in more easily or like, not more easily, more like seamlessly. And I did feel like at some points I was reading this and I was like, hmm, that's like an interesting leap. Yeah. I felt that way too, actually. There, for the most part, it was a seamless read, but there were times where I was like, wait, mm-hmm. who's, who's talking now? Whose memory yeah. is this? Like, where are we? Oh, and that's uh- another thing, which I feel like maybe could start like a huge conversation about like, literary novels versus, like, popular novels Mm. in that, like, she specifically chose to present the dialogue in a way that is not, you know, it's, it's like, um, a little bit obtuse and it's sort of, like, artistic and, like, dare I say, literary, you know? (laughs) And I really, I really like that. I personally, I kind of am a fan of, like, the whole, like, integrated into the sort of, like, um, inner monologue, and I find it, for the most part, easy to follow along, but I also recognize that that's, like, a very specific choice, and I wonder what her, like, I wonder what Brundage or Brundage, I'm just calling her, I'm gonna call her B. I wonder what B's, <laughs> like, purpose was for, 
um, writing the narrative in such a way. Right. That's interesting that you brought that up, too. When I was reading it, it was definitely a moment where I was like, oh, this is a decision that she made. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and, like, that's kind of where it sat. But I'm wondering, and this is me, like, speculating as of right in this moment. Right, 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 right. (laughs) But, like, I wonder if it has something to do with, like, the way just, like, the memories work and they're seamless in themselves and the way that, like, even something like a police report would work and Mm -hmm. they might not put quotations around it, but they're just jotting down people's statements and Uh thoughts. Opinions. Sort of like the fragmentary nature of it. Right. The fragmented ma- nature of Right. Memory. Excuse me. Ooh, burp. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good point. Also, I feel like maybe the way that these characters are presented, it's like we're in their heads and then we're mm-hmm. out of their heads. It's like you, as, as a um, reader, and I guess as a narrator, there's like that third-person omniscient element to it. Right. And so when you kind of like have that blending of like in their head and in their dialogue or in the dialogue and then out of their head, you know, it's just kind of like all blends and maybe like taking away the punctuation is supposed to make it a little bit more sort of um, interconnected. Yeah. I think that makes sense. You know, it, it's just... In the end, it makes it more seamless, and yeah, I mean, whether I guess that's good or bad, or people like it or don't, mm-hmm. um, I think it's a decision that she made that works well with the storyline. Totally. It was definitely in my, like, notes where I wrote, like, things under the like column, and the dislike column, and then the yeah. sort of column. It was like a sort of. <laughs> like, so what like, else did you like? Um... Like I said, I liked that we really got to go in some of the characters, like, not, like, their histories, although we did get a little bit of them, but, like, we got to learn a little bit more about some of those side characters. Right. Um, like, Justine and Bram and, um, the, the cop's wife slash realtor. What was her name again? Elizabeth? Mary. Mary, Mary. Yeah. Um, and, oh, I personally, this is, like, my, I loved the ghostiness of it all. Oh, yeah. I loved that. That's right. Totally. I loved, like, the fact that this house is, like, it's, like, a place where the people don't fully leave. The house itself houses such, maybe, like, bad juju, which is not something I love. But, like, you know, so much has gone down in the Hale farmhouse that, like, the characters can't or don't fully leave when they're they're dead. Yeah. And so I kind of, I liked that sort of... um, the way that, especially the women who have been wronged by the men in their lives, yeah, they kind of, I, I don't want to say look out for each other, but they keep an eye on each other. They right. try to share with each other. Like, I felt like um, Mrs. Hale, the, the yeah. first wife, I right. feel like she was, like, attempting to reach out to Catherine. Yeah. Not necessarily, like... Like, I don't, I don't think that she necessarily, like, succeeded in stopping anything, and maybe that wasn't the point, but, like, there was, like, a bond that was established, and I kind of, I don't know, yeah. I guess I'm into the ghostiness of it all. Totally. There's actually one of the lines I really liked, and I didn't mark it, but um, Catherine has finished doing all of her, like, housework, and she's tired uh-huh. walking upstairs, like, uh-huh. barefoot. She's like, here I am, just another woman trapped in this house, mm. trying to make the best of it, or yeah. something. Yeah. Because she is just started realizing that the former 
woman of the house, like, he's been trying to reach out to her, you know? Yes. Like, you never leave these these spaces. It's like, oh. It was heavy. This book was really heavy. Yeah. God, I just hate George so much. I know. I also feel like, um, I feel like the book was kind of like a, an exploration of the ways that, like, maybe the classical expectations for women were so, like, damaging, not just limiting, but, like, truly, truly damaging to the women who were, like, you know, trying to live out those expectations. Like, Catherine, she's, like, a good Catholic girl. She, like, is seeing this guy who's, like, a bad boy who, like, has no feelings, (laughs) which, like, when you're 19 is, like, cool, um, I guess, and then accidentally gets pregnant, but, like, can't abort, and is like, fuck it, I'm gonna keep the baby, and then he, like, uh, he comes back with roses or whatever. Anyways, the point is, like, she was, like, living into the expectations. Like, that's... Right. Like, when they got married, her mom was like, this is, this is just what you do. And, like, when she, when she expressed concerns to her mom, her mom was like, well, sorry, like, marriage is about, you know, dealing with that. Like, what are you going to do? Divorce him and raise the kid on your own? You can't do that shit. So it's like, she's so trapped and it literally, literally those expectations literally, and I'm not saying this hyperbolically, like literally lead to her being murdered, (laughs) you know? Right. No, they do. They totally do. It's so frustrating. And it's so frustrating that her parents still don't care. Ugh. I know. To this point, they still won't see that it was him. Even when she's dead, it's like they don't, like uh, Lawton, the sheriff, keeps on talking about, like, if it was my kid, which we have that weird sort of side story, which, I don't know, maybe we can discuss the character of their uh, addict daughter, because, like, she comes up a lot. Oh, right. Um, but, like, he, like, if this was my family, if this was my wife, if this was my daughter, I would be, like, in the sheriff's office right now trying to figure out what's going on. Right. And, like, obviously, like, that kind of simplifies it. You know, like, her family is poor, you know, maybe they don't feel like the agency or the, you know, like, right to be able to, like, demand answers. But also, yeah. like you point out, they're, like, they're, like... Her sister's like, how dare you make it seem like George killed my sister? Right. <laughs> I was like, what? They fully support him. And I thought her sister hated him. I did too. I was so confused. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like there has to be some other weird thing happening because there's no way. If his sister, her sister mm-hmm. did hate him, why is she all of a sudden defending him? And like- Maybe it's just like too painful and like too like, scary to admit that, like, it could have been him. Because maybe that, like, in a sense, implicates them for not stepping in when they should have and could have. Yeah. Oh, there's so many things that bum me out about that. Like, if Cole had just said what had happened that day, mm-hmm. like, they probably could have interviewed the husband more. Like, Right. I know. As a 14-year-old, it's like, I get the the fear, but also as, like, an adult reader, it's like, oh my gosh, if you say that, like, he left you a note and said, don't go upstairs, and he left you, like, a fuck ton of money, and you smelled the, like, the milk that you gave Franny, and it smelled weird. Right. Like, ugh. So bad. So weird. And it's weird to me, like, he must... All that's so sick, like, he must have been giving his daughter 
that meditation regularly for mm-hmm. her to all of a sudden go back to being like, I want my baba. Mm-hmm. You know, because even Cole's like, why are you talking like a baby? Why are mm-hmm. you acting like a baby? She's like demanding her bottle. Like, yeah. I feel like he was drugging her well, for he, a while. He was because when she was waking up with like these right. like ghostly night fears and Catherine was like, I'll, I'll stay, I'll lay in bed with her. She can come to bed. He was like, no, you're, you're coddling her. He, it was just like, uh, it's so disturbing. Like so disturbing. Yeah. Made me feel like literally as I was reading it, like I said earlier, I was like, trust no one, trust no one. I was just like (laughs) so disturbed. I was like, also because every single relationship except for Bram and Justine's in this is so fucked up. Just like, I mean, even so depressing. Like, why do the Lawtons have to get divorced at the end? I was just like, no, let them be like a simple couple. (laughs) I feel like, like it sucked, but it also kind of made sense. Like, uh, Travis Lawton is really upset that his wife is taking on the selling of this house. Yeah. Like, he totally believes it's George, and now his wife is, like, regularly interacting with this man. Yeah. Like, I can see how, like, as a partner, that would feel really, I like don't know. betrayal. But it would just, like, yeah, betrayal. Yeah. Yeah, it, you would feel betrayed if your partner was doing that. I totally see that. But I also totally was like, can't anybody be happy? Can't yeah. anybody be happy in this damn yeah. book? Yeah. Okay, so speaking of the Lawtons, look, mm-hmm. yeah, what are your thoughts on their daughter? Okay. I mean, also, like, her name is Alice. It's mm-hmm. the late 70s and she's on drugs. I know, so I read like, that. I was like, um, can you be any more cheese ball? <laughs> right, pick a different name. I know. But, yeah, why do you think her storyline existed? Yeah, I don't know why it was so prominent, too. It was like, from the very, almost the very beginning when you're introduced yep. to the Lawtons, it's like, there's, like, the mention of, oh, the daughter. Or, like, right. one of the very first things that Mary says, or Mary thinks when she's showing the house to the um, to the Claire's is, like, oh, you know, I remember when my... She's thinking this to herself. She doesn't say it, but she's like, I remember when my daughter was so young and, like, innocent and it doesn't last for long. Right. And yeah, it's, like, super prominent and it happens from the very beginning. I don't know, like... I feel like on the one hand, like, an underlying theme in the story is, like, wow, look at how limiting, like, expectations were for women. Like, maybe it's, like, a reminder or, like, a lesson or just kind of saying, like, hey, think about how, you know, women who don't have to live within this confine now or within these confines now, like, are freer and aren't murdered. Um, But also, like, at the same time, I do sort of feel like, I do feel like the the focus on the women was kind of, I don't want to say like blaming, but I do feel like at points it was almost like, okay, why couldn't, why didn't they, you know, step out of it? And then the women who do step out, they have, like Justine is almost killed in her car. And right. Alice, who sounds like she was like free spirit and rebellious, becomes a drug addict who gets pregnant and like, is dropped off on her mom's doorstep. So it's, like, the women who do kind of, like, buck the norm to an extent are, like, punished for it. Right. Well, and even the same thing with, um, Willis. Uh-huh. Like, she tries to get out of it so many times, and right. yet either she's raped by him yeah, a few times, or she, like, then tries to kill herself or fantasizes about killing herself. Yeah. Um, yeah, Willis... 
is not like an empowered young woman at all. No. No, and then she finally just like skips town to mm-hmm. get away from it and it like haunts her every day. Yeah, and she's so it's like these people that finally find an ex- an escape, like mm-hmm. they're not portrayed as these strong women and like even with Justine, like they degraded her so much for her like appearance yeah. and like Yeah. Yeah, it was just But again, this all goes back to the fact that I hate George Hale. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, George Claire. Oh yeah, um, George Claire. But the what what was the Hale dad's name? I don't remember. He was horrible too. So. Uh, Cal. Hal? Cal? Oh, Cal. Yeah. They're saying Hal Hale. <laughs> Hal, Hal Hale. Hale. <laughs> Cal Hale is kind of weird too, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know, like, it's just like there were so few redeeming parts. Like, also Franny and, and Cole at the end, that just, like, <laughs> That was, like, yeah, what? I don't know. I don't know. Like, it kind of felt like, okay, so, yeah, you can't give me, like, the happy ending where George Claire gets his comeuppance, like, because that's too trite. But, like, not too trite is Cole and Franny, like, ending up in love and married? Like, what? Right. It's weird. It's weird. Right. I have to say, though, I had hoped that Eddie and, um... Willis? Catherine. Oh, Yeah. Thing. I know. I love that he drove her to get her abortion, and I he know. like cared about her so much. I know, and you know that was interesting too. How Cole later, as an adult, when he was talking to Franny, was like, "Yeah, I think they were sort of sweet on each other because she wasn't actually very old; she was pretty young." Like, because right. I mean, I was trying to do the math in my head, and Catherine was probably like what twenty five. Probably, Max? yeah. I was trying to figure that out too. Like, I think. I was thinking, yeah, 24, 25. Yeah, and Eddie was, like, 20. Right. Yeah. So it was not a huge difference. Yeah, I know. Um, I wish the story could have turned where it was, like, she, you know, runs away with Eddie. <laughs> right. <laughs> not yeah. that, I mean, I don't know. He was a good guy. He was a good guy. He was young, too, though. Yeah, I mean, it was just that, like, I wanted to see redeeming qualities, you know, mm-hmm. and I wanted these poor women. Mm-hmm. Poor women that, like, have no hope in this world to realize there are good people out there. I know. I know. I kept on... I guess maybe this was part of the point, but I kept on looking for those redeeming qualities in the men. Like, the men who were not George. So, like, Cole. He was, like, a little kid, but he's good. And everybody keeps on saying he's great. And Eddie. You know, like, the Hale boys. And, like, um, Travis Lawton, the sheriff. You know? He's, you know, not the most, um, (laughs) like, effusive, loving husband, but... You know, there was that one point where they were going to the party, and he says something like, was it like, why are you wearing those shoes or something? Was it the shoes? Oh, yeah, yeah. He said, why are you wearing those? And she's like, they're pretty. Um, And he says something like, well, you're pretty, too. Or whatever it was, it was just like that sort of like, what was it? I don't remember all the... I think I think it was, he was like, why are you wearing those? And she was like, oh, they're pretty, and you know it. He's like, they are pretty, but you're prettier, but you're pretty also. Yeah. yeah. It was just like a little moment where it's like, okay, so here's the guy who clearly is not the like, oh, I love you, baby, sort of husband. But he says like the sweet thing. And so it's like I was looking for all of these. I was like, I was grasping at straws and accepting the straws of any moment where any okay. man in this book was like decent. <laughs> Which well, like, what does that say? Totally. Like the head of the department when he comes over to their house and uh-huh. like he... Um, is given the tour by Catherine. Oh, yeah. And he's like, someone's here. Mm-hmm. And she, like, cries in his arms, and she keeps acknowledging that, like, 
he either holds her or looks at her like with a fatherly love yeah. that she hadn't experienced before. Yeah. Like I really liked that character. Yeah. But then George had to go murder him. Right. That was a very like uh, talented Mr. Ripley esque moment. Have you read that book or seen yeah. that movie? Uh, I guess I haven't actually. Like, it. I could see like some clear connections because like the yeah. the main dude is like a psycho psychopath. And he, like, takes on the identity of this guy he's, like, obsessed with. Oh! And he kills him in, in the boat. Yeah, that does sound familiar, actually. Not that George was, like, obsessed with, um, what's his name, but, he, I don't know, the way he killed him in the boat, I was just like, oh, huh, that's, like, well, maybe not. And then you, like, find out also that he didn't actually have that letter of recommendation. Mm-hmm. He didn't actually defend his thesis also, right? Mm-hmm. No, he didn't, no. And um, Catherine knew... Yeah, she knew, Ugh. and she was still going off, like, praising him. So, yeah, like, that kind of makes sense. He weaseled his way into this program yeah. and then kills the man to get on top. It's, mm-hmm. like, so disturbing. And then later when Franny, like, reads those letters, okay, that was a moment where I was like, is this more ghosty stuff? Did Catherine put those there, like, as a ghost self? Yeah. Kind of like how, um, what's, God, what's her name? The Mrs. Hale, what was her name? Ella. Oh, Ella? yes. Ella? Yeah. Was that it? I think so. Yeah, because yeah, Franny wrote her okay. name. So kind of how she left the rings on the counter or on the kitchen windowsill right. for Catherine. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. That's what I was kind of wondering. Because, like, if those so, were just out there, then how come the fuck they couldn't find evidence for George? That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't realize that. Um, speaking of, like, Ella mm-hmm. and that picture uh-huh that description of that picture is so creepy mm-hmm. she like her with like a black gaping Ugh. space her mouth is Ugh, yes like, yeah what this is so terrifying that was like way too horror filmy for me right i, could, I was like oh uh, what <laughs> and then Catherine puts it on the fridge Ugh, yeah disturbing like too many horror films have made me like i cannot handle kids art <laughs> <laughs> or like X Files too. <laughs> right, totally. I know. So sad. Poor Kinder kids. Is so scary now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you do is terrifying. <laughs> but I, I like the Hale boys. Yeah. It's so sweet. Yeah. The whole like uncle storyline was fascinating to me. Oh yeah, Rainier and Vita. Yeah. I don't know why I can't remember anybody's names, but I remember theirs. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it was just interesting how every character had such a deep storyline in the book. Mm-hmm. I like that part. I'm still trying to figure out, like, me wow. trying to play detective here. I'm like, okay, like, what does that mean? What does it signify? Why yeah. do they go into so many details about this thing? Yeah. But I don't know if that matters. Well, I do think that part of part of what the story is about, part of what the, the book in its entirety is about, is, like, the ways that... People, people can be interconnected mm-hmm. without even recognizing it, and right. also how they're they can also recognize a lot about a person, but never realize like the depth of a relationship or the depth of like a person's loneliness or misery or psychosis. You know, like I think part of it was okay. like you know, especially with the Lawtons, you get a lot 
of Mary being sort of like a conscience for the community in that she's like, God damn it. Like, I knew that shit was wrong with the Hales. I, I right. like, she knew it. She was, she was right. close with that family for many years. She knew Ella since they were girls. And then right. later on, her being like, you know what? I knew from the very beginning that things were fucked up with the Claire family. Like, I saw right. it when they first stepped out of the car. So I feel like part of it, too, is, like, all these people who are, like, seeing Catherine, they're, like, seeing her walk down the street with her big glasses on after, like, she's clearly been, like, punched in the face. They're seeing right. her, like, sort of wasting away. Like, Justine is noticing she hasn't been eating. Like, she thinks you're cheating on her. And it's like, nobody... Nobody steps in. Like, I mean, and not to say that they don't try. There are definitely a few points where people say, like, hey, if you need anything. But right. also, I feel like what the story really illustrates is, like, you can know that somebody is, like, in pain or in danger or doing badly and not not step in in the way that makes a difference. I don't know. It's depressing. Right. Which is, like, the issue with the world, right? It's, like, yeah. what people always talk about. If you <laughs> sound so cheesy... You see something, say something. Because most people don't, you know, like loose lips, shake, sink Most people just assume that someone else is going to do something about totally. it. Totally, yes, no, totally. I mean, how many times have you like been driving down the road and you see somebody like, broken down and like I don't know. For me, I, I like have a thought. I'm like, maybe I should help them. And then I'm like, okay, well, all the reasons that I shouldn't help them, like I'm driving by myself, like it's a dark night or it's dangerous to pull on the side of the road and my thought is like somebody else will help them and that's like <laughs> shitty because i that's not actually true always right totally and that's i feel like yeah a big part of the story is like being aware of those situations mm-hmm. yeah Ugh. i don't know i guess it was a good book mm-hmm. i just hate his character so much and i'm just mad that there wasn't more just or more justice yeah. for the women that suffered from him. Right? Yeah, no, I totally and agree. Men, men and women. Everybody. He was the worst. And I was so fucking pissed when he got to choose his own death and yeah. there was no comeuppance. Like he didn't have to pay for anything. And I guess that's life, but like fuck that. Right. It made it it made the book less enjoyable for me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um I think it's just something that, again, like, I can see that that was what the author decided to write about. She wanted it to end this way, but, like, right. I would have preferred to read a book where the people that were harmed yeah. got justice. I you know, know. It's kind of like, it's almost like, you know, you're like, what do you want out of your fiction? Do you want it to represent life? Do you want it to reflect? Do you want, like, art to, to mirror life? Or do you want to, like... Do you want to feel satisfaction, the kind of satisfaction right. that you don't always feel in real life? Like, sometimes I just want that satisfaction that I don't get in real life. Totally. Especially with all the shit that's going on in the world right now. Especially yeah. with all of, like, the pain and suffering and hurt and just, like, scary, scary, scary shit. It's like, sometimes I just want to read fiction that makes me feel happier. <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah, this one, maybe that's why this is also hard to read right now. It's like, yeah. oh, here's another guy that's just yeah, literally getting away with murder. I don't know if you've, like, been, I read Jezebel a couple times a week. Like, I read lots of news sources, but, like, especially, like, last, a week and a half ago, they were, like, posting all of these news stories of, like, 
women being murdered by their spouses or their partners, male partners. Not, like, purposefully, but it was just like, oh, my God, here's another one, here's another one, here's another one. And everybody in the comments was like, it got to the point where people weren't even saying that Margaret Atwood quote anymore, where they were saying that, like, men are afraid that women will laugh at them, women are afraid that men will kill them. Like, it got to the point where the comment was no longer, like, that quote. People would just write, Margaret, or they write like Atwood, and it's like everybody knows what you're saying because it's like, why do we keep on having to read the same story again and again and again and again? And so, like, one of so yeah, it was it was one of the authors on Jezebel who was like um, posting and like reporting on all of these to kind of say like, hey, why aren't we talking about this? Like, it was kind of like we're going to bring this to the forefront. It's happening everywhere. Like, if you look at the amount of homicides and murders of women by their partners it's huge not to belittle or to like make small murders of men not to make small other kinds of homicide but the fact that like one of the number one ways that like a pregnant woman especially is gonna die is through like murder by her partner like what the hell like how can we even pretend that we don't have misogyny in our society how can we even pretend like hatred of women is not an issue to still be concerned about. And then I'm reading this fucking book and I'm like, ah, what the fuck? Like, no. I don't think I would have been able to deal with all those articles at the same time as reading this book. Oh my God. I was like sitting on the couch, like crying and Michael was like, what's going on? And I was like, I can't handle the world right now. Like I cannot handle the world right now. And then I'm reading this and I'm just like, ugh. Right. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that part of the reason, like, this book was so hard to read is just, like, what's going on in the news cycle. Like, not just now, but all the time. But right. maybe maybe that's pointing to, like, an importance. Like, maybe I'm turning around and I'm saying, like, this book is important. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. I think you could definitely choose to look at it that way. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't have a lot to say. I just have a lot of very strong opinions about this. I know. This is, like, this is, so far, the, like, most negative, or, like, not negative, but, like, the most bummer of an episode that we've had. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, this is not something you want to listen to on your morning commute. (laughs) (laughs) We should warn people. (laughs) We're just angry. I know. So, next... Next, we're reading Boy Snowbird, right? Snowbird, yeah. By Helen Oyeyemi. Yep. Um, I don't know if that's going to be any more positive, honestly. <laughs> Maybe, like, we'll read that one, and after that, we need to do a feel-good book. Yeah, we need to do something super happy. Okay. <laughs> I, it feels like our the memoirs and, like, the, the like, nonfiction that we've read has been very, like, positive. Right. And I'm just, like, afraid that we're only going to read, like, negative (laughs) fiction. (laughs) Oh, no. No, we'll have to find something. Okay. So, listeners, if you have, like, like a suggestion of, like, fiction that will make (laughs) us happy. Please. Please. Tweet at us. Tweet at. Oh, yeah. Our Twitter handle is Drunk of the Book. Our Gmail is drunkofthebook at gmail.com. Our Instagram handle or whatever is Drunk of the Book. <laughs> and we're, our website is drunkofthebook.com. Right? Yeah. That's right? Yeah. Okay. So Drunk That's- of the Book is basically just how people find us. You can find us anywhere with Drunk of the Book. Send us <laughs> happy books to read. Yeah, please just send happy books. <laughs> we'll read them. 
like really happy. Ugh, yeah. So I guess let's get reading. Let's get reading. Say it positively. <laughs> Positive reading going forward. Let's get forward. reading. Positive stuff. <laughs> oh.